Thank you for tuning in to Artist to Artist here on Hot Words, Hot Topics. This is Lisa Michelle, your visual artist host. Artist to Artist is a platform that features visual artists worldwide. Me being a visual artist, I come in contact with many visual artist accounts on Instagram. I will be sharing their talents with you. Stay tuned and get to know the artists and what they create. Welcome to Artist to Artist. You are listening to the host, which is myself, Lisa Michelle. I am also a visual artist. We will be having a guest feature today, which is Deeds Clay, and we will get with her after a while. I wanted to let you all know I am a visual artist, and I do like canvas art, digital art, polymer clay art, all kind of jewelry, anything that's crafty. I do rock painting, all sorts of things. But I wouldn't have been able to do that about two years ago because I am a stroke survivor of two years. So I have um, delays in my thoughts and delays in my speech. So If you hear any delays, that would be it. Um, I'm diabetic, type 2, and I have high blood pressure. It was really, really out of control. And I decided when that coronavirus came into town that I was just going to eat whatever it is I wanted to eat because my health insurance got canceled. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do what I want. Doing what you want is not always a good thing, y'all. I ended up with a stroke, and I've heard many years, yeah, yeah, you're going to get a stroke if you don't treat your body right and eat the right things. Guess what? It's true. I had to learn how to talk again. I had to learn how to walk. I had occupational therapy. I had physical therapy. I was with a walker and a cave. I still have that, but long story about that. We don't need to get into that. We're having a happy topic here. But I just wanted you to know that there is hope. Any kind of ailments that come across your way, art is therapy, and it always soothes your soul. Art is everything, everything to me, but art is therapy. Like if you 
suffer from depression or anxiety, things like that, art will get you through, trust me. Even if you're not an artist per se and you want to go in and start, I think I'll start watercoloring this week or I'll use color pencils or I'll do finger paints with my children or let, let me make something out of uh, air dry clay or let's let's paint let's go outside with the sidewalk chalk or something like that art is therapy art gets you by art makes the world go around it's just a wonderful medium so even if you're not technically an artist per se pick up some paints go to michael's or hobby lobby it's the best place on the earth child you can go up in there and get all kind of watercolor paints acrylic paints anything uh ink I think it's like ink oils they have paint markers watercolor markers just add some water to the watercolor that you already colored on the paper get your wet paint brush and dab a little bit of water on there when I tell you it is soothing but you know what my favorite type of art is it's abstract art because guess what there's no rules to art there's no rules involved there's no right or wrong in art so you could splash some color on the paper and just do some random strokes and everything. Put it in a good frame or a not good frame. When the glass hits that art, it makes it pop. So I'm just like, oh, yeah. So I just want you all to have just a little bit of background about me and my delays. And I'm just really thankful that I got out of that situation alive and in my right mind I'm still here I know who everybody is and I'm just really happy to be here and having a platform that can feature other visual artists because I would feature other artists on my artist to artist LMG page and on my artistic diva 722 page I'd feature different artists that I like in my stories and our producer Gigi she said you know what you should have a show on the Hot Words Hot Topics Network and it will feature visual artists worldwide since you connecting with all of these wonderful artists anyway so I said you know what that's a really good idea so I'm just here to support all of the visual artists out there you can do canvas art you can do digital art you can do pottery like our guest is coming up. You can do anything that's visually pleasing, like those tumblers that everybody's making, the resin art. You can be a creator of cold-pressed soap, melt-and-pour soap, crocheting dolls, knitting, anything that's visually pleasing to the eye. You, too, can be a featured guest on Artist to Artist LMG. So I am just excited to share this platform with other visual artists because it's just super, super fun. So I will be back in a moment. You all stay tuned and we will come back to you with our guest. There ain't no grave to hold my body Hold my body down 
Hey y'all, welcome back to Artist to Artist. You are listening Bitch to Visual Artist Host. I am Lisa Michelle. I'm here and I'm free and life is good. You were just listening to some gospel bluegrass with Jamie W. It's from the Southern Gospel Revival track. It is awesome. Our guest that I'm getting ready to let y'all introduce. I'm going to um, introduce my guest, Miss Deidre Root. Welcome, Miss Deidre. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Oh, most certainly. So welcome. I am excited to have you on here and have all our listeners get to know what it is you do and how you create. Yeah, I'm excited. How would you? Oh, I am too. My goodness. I was wondering, how did you get in to making your pottery ceramics? Uh, well, when I was in college, I I saw like I saw a ceramics class you could take, but I was thinking it was just um, stuff you like more like porcelain that you pour into molds and paint. But, and I wanted to make things. And so um, 
I, I decided to take it and I took one class and I liked it so much. I took another and then, and then I had to take another class. And finally I changed my major because I, I just couldn't, couldn't stop making stuff. I just enjoyed it so much. I just kept doing it. And, um, yeah, so that's what I graduated from college with. Um, and what is that major called when you're majoring in some, um, ceramics or pottery is it has a certain title well at the school where I went and it was called fine arts so I had a major emphasis in in ceramics and then a minor in photography and then I I teach a little art class at a high school right now so that's what they they labeled it as I don't know if every school does that how did you get into teaching? I'm curious because that seems like it's fun. I sure wish I could join your class. <laughs> well, it, I kind of fell into it. Um, it was kind of by accident. It's just a real small school, and um, they just needed um, like just a art teacher for uh, um, the, the kids get students get like half a credit, and I don't have my teaching certificate but they um they give you like they go to the state and you get an honorary teaching certificate since my major was in in ceramics and in art so then I can teach it and I just have a curriculum and yeah they really like it so I have fun doing that I enjoy it a lot how many um students do you have per class or does it vary well I usually have about 15, um, sometimes more, sometimes a little less, but, but about there. And it's usually, it's, it's like a range. I have nine through 12th grade in there. So, um, you know, I could have more ninth graders one year. So it's kind of a varied degree of what they're capable of doing in, in class. So it's, it's kind of, Hard but interesting and fun at the same time. I really like that challenge. That's awesome. Do you all um, use the pottery wheel? That always seems to be kind of intimidating to me when I look at it, when people use that pottery wheel. Are you all using that in the class? Actually, no. I I have brought it in so they could try it, but... um, I I only have one, and the school doesn't have a big budget, so we can't afford to to get many wheels. So, um, but I have brought mine in, but it's a lot harder than it looks. So it's kind of funny. They all want to try it, and they try it, and they can't they can't do it. You know, I show them, and I give them a lot of opportunities if they want to do it again and try it again. But most of them give up after a short time. They don't want to. <laughs> they don't want to do it more than once. I think they're shy, yeah, I, though, because it's yeah. only one. <laughs> I've heard from my son. He's 30, and he's used the pottery wheel before, and uh-huh. he said it was easy. But my mother, she's 80, she says, yeah, using that pottery wheel is not all that easy because she's done it before. She said you have to have a whole lot of upper body strength. Is that true? Yeah, it is true, but I I like to start real small, and you you wouldn't have to have as much to to um, 
but it's just it's just like riding a bike i guess you just have to learn it's really hard to teach someone how to it's hard to explain like how much pressure to use and and how thick you need it and it's almost just like they have you have to practice too um just to to get better it's just like anything you gotta just keep at it and keep doing it I didn't like it at first when I was in college I didn't actually like throwing on the wheel it was kind of intimidating to me and um but the more I did it the better I got and then it wasn't so bad (laughs) is there any particular type of clay that you use when you're on the potter's wheel or does it vary with different types of clay well I've tried lots of different kinds of clay it's um in when you're doing ceramics you have um you can have a mid fire clay they call it it's like a mid range and you can have it can be anywhere from like a porcelain which is a real fine grain clay or you can have a stoneware which which is a little more durable and it's more for like everyday use type of thing um and then you've got some of your high fire clays, which they can use, you can fire it in different kinds of kilns and stuff, but those can withstand a lot more heat. And then you have real low fire clays, which they use a lot in schools because it doesn't cost as much to fire them. And, um, um, you know, it's just it's just a little easier to use. They, they have, like, sometimes have a higher what they call grog content, which is basically just ground up clay mixed in with the clay. That's it's clay that's been fired and, and ground up and mixed in with the clay. So it kind of is um, easier to work with. Um, but the interesting thing about um, low fire clays is you have to really know what you're doing because some of them you have, if you fire them too high, they could melt. So, you, know, oh. you have to know which kind of clay you're using, otherwise it it can it can it can be a little tricky sometimes as far as that goes. But are are any of the clays that you're uh that any of the clay that you use actually, is any of that greenware? 'Cause I've I've heard of that kind of clay before. Greenware, is that a thing? Well, what greenware is greenware is basically a stage in the clay process so at some point all clay is greenware so what that is is like so if I'm making something my the clay that I use is like a mid-fire clay because I just have an electric kiln and so I fire it to it's it's kind of around 1800 degrees usually um but that what so so what that is greenware is like um it's kind of like it can be anywhere in the stage where it's it's like wet to to bisque almost where you can carve into it um there's different stages like leather hard it's like that's when i usually carve most of my designs into the clay and then there's when you first make it it's real soft and then that's it's better for um you know, attaching handles and things like that. Well, some I should say some people don't want to attach them at that stage. You want to kind of wait. It's 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 just like um, it's almost like one of those things you just kind of 
learn to know the feel of everything and how it feels and when it's ready to move on to the next stage, if that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. Everybody, to our listeners, thank you for listening. And I will be right back with our guest, Deidre Root, Dee's Place. Please welcome the Cleverleys. You know what? I like all the players. No diggity, no doubt. Play on, play that. Play on, play that. Play on, play that. Yo, Lloyd, drop the first. It's going down, baby. The cleverly, my homie's got grass hop creation. Pump like acne, no doubt. I put it down, never slouch. As long as my granny can vouch, a dog couldn't get straight up. So tell me who can stop with Ricky's making moves of tracking honeys up my
You are listening to Artist to Artist here on Hot Words, Hot Topics. I am the visual artist host, Lisa Michelle, and we are getting to know our featured artist guest of Deeds Clay. She is on Instagram, Fabulous Ceramic Artist. So thank you all for listening, and you may call in with area code 563-999-3742. If you would like to ask the guest a question or myself, just push option one. You will be identified by the first, the first, the last four digits of your phone number. So take a look at that and be ready. And Miss Deidre, I, I wanted to ask you about that uh clay about you mentioned the clay about it has like a um, leather hard feel like what mm-hmm. does that feel like well it's kind of like it's um i guess they call it leather hard because it's almost like it has that texture of leather where you can still kind of move it a little bit you can't like move it a lot but it's you can touch it and it won't leave your fingerprints in it and, and carve in it. It's it's like my favorite stage of the clay. It's really nice. So do all of the clays that people use in general, do they go through that stage just like the greenware stage? That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, they all okay. go through that stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long and does then it take? A, a, oh, go ahead. There I was, said, go ahead. Like, I'm sorry. There's like then there's the bone dry stage, which is when you fire it because if you fire it and it has any moisture in it, they it could blow up in the kiln because it's oh, wow. heating it so fast. Yeah, they, the students sometimes if they have thicker work, it can blow up and they they call it a kiln bomb. <laughs> but <laughs> so that's funny. I wanted to know how long does it take 
to fire a load of your clay items and like is it a certain amount you can put in there? Well, my kiln in the, in is the kiln? Um, yep, my kiln is a little bit bigger, but it's not one of the real big ones. Um, so I could probably fit uh, fifty mugs in there, but um, oh wow. Takes, to do the bisque firing, so you have two firings. You do a bisque firing, which um, the clay is real porous and it's um, pretty fragile, but it will soak up the glaze, and then you can, you know, that's when you add all your color to it, and then you fire it again. And that the first firing takes, like I say, it takes like 12, 12 to 14 hours, depending. You could probably do it faster, but I do it real slow because I want to make sure... Um, it gets all the moisture and everything, the air out of there. So there's and impurities. So then you don't get defects when you glaze it. Um, and the glaze firing takes anywhere between five to eight hours. So it's a lot faster. Now, see, I didn't know any of that because, you know, when you're on Instagram and watching somebody's process like yourself and you mm-hmm. see everything going on in the time lapse and everything. It looks like, oh, yeah, it only probably took about an hour. Oh, wow, this is deep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it takes a a while. Um, And one interesting thing about clay is that it, clay has a memory. So, so like, if you roll something out with a rolling pin or, you, you know, you make it flat, if you let it lay flat for too long, it, it, that memory is a lot stronger, so it remembers being flat. So, like, you know, when you make it into a cup or something, you kind of have to counter that flatness, and I roll it a little extra in the other direction because what happens is when it gets into the kiln and that heat, um, it will try to go back to the way it was. So, like, I've... When I was in college, I, I was doing this thing where I'd like twist my handles, like, and I'd twist them on there. And then sometimes I'd had, after the firing, they'd be sticking straight out of the, from the pot because they'd remember how they were before. But <laughs> you wouldn't think that about clay, but it has a memory. <laughs> and as much as I've done research on this clay, because I wanted to, you know, be knowledgeable at least a little bit while I was asking you some nice questions about what you do, I never came across anything like what you said. Nothing. Right. It must have some energy, that clay, I guess, huh? Right. Something. It just, it just likes, you know, it just, I don't, other people could probably tell you technically why it happens, but I just know, I just know that it does. Um, you know, it's got that memory in there of the way the way it was I was going to uh, ask you because something just came across my mind Um, when you're uh, firing the bisque is it like a high or is it a low temperature so the bisque actually the bisque fires to about 1800 degrees and then okay and and then when I glaze fire it's it's a little higher it's like maybe 2200 2300 I can't oh. remember exactly but it's it's yeah they're both pretty high wow so my studio gets really really hot 
open up all the windows and <laughs> so I know because I read on your um website this the link is in her bio on um Instagram y'all at deeds clay you um you mentioned that you are a family business you're a wife you're a mom of two beautiful little girls and mm-hmm. you have this whole business thing going on with your husband can you um get into what your husband helps you do for our listeners well he he's for one he's a real big encourager and he's helped me to he helped build me a studio above our garage and just things like that he's always encouraging encouraging me but just recently he's um like like it takes me a real long time to carve everything so he had he has got a CNC machine, which is like, it's almost like a high-tech cricket machine, if you know what a cricket is. Oh, wow. It's like, except it cuts like wood and metal. And so like, I'll draw wow. out my designs that I want. And I do, on my mugs, I do a lot of like faces and things like that. So I'll draw, draw them out and then I'll transfer it to um, my iPad and you know, make the design there and then I'll send the file to him and then he'll cut it out of wood and then I can stamp it into the clay. So he's done that and that it's really helped a lot because it's still, my process is still takes me probably two or three hours for each mug, but it was a lot longer before. <laughs> so it oh, speeds wow. it up quite a bit. <laughs> Yeah. Did he just kind of know how to do something like that, or he had an idea and said, oh, let me try this and see if it works? Well, he I don't know how he knows what he knows. He's just really, <laughs> he just is like, he's super good about stuff like that. He just has the knowledge, and then he'll research it on the Internet and figure out how to use stuff, and he's real good at woodworking, so... So yeah, he's just a, like uh, a natural at that stuff. <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome. Um, do you yeah. sell any of the stamps? I I the wooden do. Stamps. Mhm. I I have sold some. It's I haven't decided yet if I should sell more or not because it's um, it's such it's such a long process to make them, and I'm not sure if people are even interested because you can get stamps probably anywhere for a lot less than what we charge. So, so I don't know if we'll continue doing that or not. But at least I like that he can make some stamps for me. <laughs> at least that helps. Oh me yeah. Out. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good idea, and I think go for it because either they want the stamps or or they don't. That's like with anything that anybody's doing this creative, you will have a target market that will appreciate Mm -hmm. getting um, quality handmade stamps. They're just not some manufactured out of the factory stamp. They personal, they have all good kind of energy in them and creativity. And I know people would really enjoy purchasing them and using them for their own work. So it's custom. It is kind of neat too, because I mean, you can use it for other things too. It's not just, something you could you have to use on clay you know you could use it for cooking you know whatever you wanted maybe like to put in like some bread or cookies or something maybe 
Yeah, like I have these little acorn stamps. You could like push one of those into your cookie dough and maybe make a, you know, acorn shape out of it. Acorn cookie. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I saw online on your page that your oldest little girl, what is her name? Because I know she helps. And like, tell me a little bit about what she helps you with and what she likes to make. So her name is Odessa, and she likes to um, she likes to do any of it. She just likes to uh, uh, like yesterday. She likes to try out on the wheel, and she tries to try to make stuff on there. And and then um, she likes to paint. So anytime I'm up here she'll want to make a mug and she's getting better at it actually doing it herself and then my other daughter Louisa she's two so she just likes to squish the clay and make it little pancakes <laughs> out of it so far <laughs> That's oh what she how likes cute <laughs> yeah oh, have they gotten well Odessa has she gotten to the uh part where she gets to maybe draw something on an item and then paint it herself with the with the glaze Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. She's done that. She's like makes little plates and then she'll, I've got all kinds of stamps too that I carved out of clay and she'll stamp those in and then she'll draw her own little designs in there. Yeah, she loves, loves doing that. And and I've had kids come over here too and make little things. I love, I love when the kids come because I just, their creativity is off the hook. They're just amazing. <laughs> And I know that that is um, very fulfilling in your life. When on earth, by you being a young mother and having two small children, uh, when do you find time to actually do what you're doing? Well, a lot of times when I get when I when I'm in the groove of it, what I do is I'll get up real early in the morning, like about four in the morning, and then my husband will watch the girls until about like nine or ten, so then I can have a good chunk of time out here where I can just make a bunch of stuff and I'll do that like four days a week or something. And that's, that's the best time because then, you know, they get up between seven and eight and then, so they, they still, they don't even notice that I'm gone usually. (laughs) (laughs) They're just hanging out with their dad. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Well, to our listeners and everyone out there in Radio Land, you are listening to Artists to Artists with visual artists, guest Deidre Root. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
boy making moves with them city folk. Spit is so sick the CDC trying to get a quote. They trying to make a vaccine, prop the system vaccine. Taking back my time, these suckers rhymes are really lacking. The key ingredients, flavors in the recipe. Meaning it's the seasoning for sharing of the specialty. Testing me, such treachery is not accepted. Let me see the secret in the signal intercepted. Yes, it's the keys I'm unlocking plenty doors with. Bored with the repetitious themes we're at war with. Nothing seems to change, so the methods need to switch up. Or else we'll see the same resolutions in this get up. It's set up, designed to keep you running in the loop. Why they ready in the truth, huh? Feeding you the lies, though the truth is your pursuit, huh? You see the moving parts in cahoots. But I think I need to turn around. I can't let my fear get the best of me. Because this thing I'm running from, I think it might be my destiny. All the roads lead the same way. When you're at the South Pole. And there's no other way but straight on up. When you're down at the bottom of a hole Your visual artists of all kinds worldwide. We are chatting it up with Deeds Clays on Instagram. She is located there, and we are talking all things ceramics. So welcome back. I see, um, Deidre, I really been wanting to know how did you develop the cute little women that are on a lot of your coffee mugs. How did you come up with that concept and did you draw it yourself and all that? Well, I, I do it myself, but I, I had, I had seen something on Pinterest of a girl holding a mug and I thought, well, that's a cute idea. And so I made, I drew one out and made my own design. And then, um, it seemed like everybody wanted one like that. And then one day, um, my friend, she asked, she said, well, can you make me one of those mugs for my friend's mother who died? And she said, this is, you know, her hair is longer and it's gray. Can you make one like that? And I was like, well, sure. So then I made made one like that. And I thought, well, why don't I try making some other different ones? And so then I did. And um, it's just kind of a neat gift for someone if, if you know, for like, if you know someone and they can look like someone you love or, you know, just for fun. Um, so I, I like, I like doing that. It's, it's neat coming up with the new ideas and I've got a whole bunch more that I've been working on that. Um, hopefully in the next month or so I can um, show everybody my new designs that I've been working on. I also saw that you incorporated that, um, I, I guess it's a stencil. It's like some kind of paper that you pushed down into the clay and then peeled it up. Tell me, 
What is that? It was really beautiful. Well, it's a transfer. It's what they call a transfer. And what it is, is just like, it's almost like paint that you put on clay. They call it underglaze. And so they screen print it onto this tissue paper. And then when the clay is like leather hard, you, you know, or a little bit wet, or you can put it on then, or you can even put it on when it's after it's been bisque fired and just use some water and it will transfer onto the surface of the clay. It's kind of fun and really neat to work with. So I would think it would uh, be easy for you and that they have a variety of different patterns. Yes. The ones that I buy are through um, Elon Transfers, E-L-A-N Transfers, and they're on Instagram. And you can you can buy. They have so many different patterns and designs. But there's, there are several companies out there that, that make those. I don't make them myself. Okay. I have the burning question that I've been wanting to ask Mm -hmm. you since I met you online on Instagram. Tell me the story of the bluebird that's sitting on all of the cute characters' shoulder. I need to know. Well, it it definitely has a story. Um, And I feel like we, we get all kinds of so I was trying to think, We, you know, we get so many subliminal messages that we see every day. And I thought, well, this could be a positive one. But it's actually, it's, it's based on a Bible verse in Matthew, Matthew 6, starting in verse 25. And God, like, talks about that, why do we worry? I mean, he says he takes care of the birds of the air and he feeds them. And aren't, aren't we much more important than the birds? And he loves the birds. And, um, and so what it symbolizes is that each one of us are really valuable and that we mean a lot to our family and our friends and to God. You know, so that's, that's, my, that's what I feel like. Every person is really important. And that's what the bird yes. symbolizes. And you say that's Matthew six twenty five. Mm-hmm. It starts in verse twenty five, and then it goes through. I think it's thirty two. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be something really good to share whenever you make another post with your art, because I know everybody probably wants to know what is going on with that blue bird. Because I incorporate right. a bird. Every now and again in my artwork, but not often. I just put it up there because I thought it was cute, but I like your version better. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I mean, I just, I like it because, you know, birds are just, birds are so sweet and they do symbolize a lot of different things. But my birds, that's what they symbolize, that we're all important, that each one of us is valuable. And I also wanted to let our listeners know that it is Deidre's birthday today, and it is just so awesome that she chose to share what she does and her creativity with us on her born day. So happy birthday, Deidre. Thank you for your message earlier. That was very sweet of you. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. And I am enjoying this whole uh, getting to know you process with you. 
is there anything that you would like our listeners to know that we maybe didn't tap on as far as what you're doing in the um, studio and what you're creating or any new projects you have coming up? Well, like I say, I've got some, I've got a couple, I've been working on probably like about five or six new stamps that I'm going to be um, having my husband make for me soon and that sort of thing. But I just, I really do want to encourage people to um, just get out there and try it. Like I say, my first time I tried it, I was, I was hooked. It was like an addiction and I liked all the things that you said. I mean, art is just, it's really, um, it's therapy and I, I know for myself, I need it every day to like, it just keeps me going. So I, I do love to create and make things and, and so I would encourage people to try it out. It's, it's a different medium from painting or any other thing because you have to really dedicate a large chunk of time to it because it's not something you can just, for the most part, sit and down and come back to later. I mean, you have to kind of work in stages, so it kind of is different in that way. But, but yeah, I... I just want to encourage people to try it out. You've got to take a, a class, Lisa. Oh, my gosh. I would love to. Maybe you could, um, in the future, no no hurry, um, do something that maybe one-on-one that maybe you could have like a subscription for the people that want to learn like myself and make right. sure you give them the list of everything that they need and you can do it virtually. Right. That would be really neat. Um yeah, because I sure husband, would love more to learn. Techie, so he could he could maybe help me figure something like that out, so I could do a course or something. But it's a lot of fun. Awesome! Oh yeah, you are listening to artists to artists here on Hot Words Hot Topics. Please stay tuned. We sing happy birthday to you. And may all your dreams come true. Happy, happy birthday. Oh, oh, oh.
welcome back, y'all, to Artist to Artist. We are chatting it up with Deeds Clay. She is located on Instagram. She has a website already in the link in her bio, and it's her birthday today, and I just wanted to thank her. Thank you, Deidre, for being a part of Artist to Artist, and now you are part of the family. So thank you so much for being such a wonderful guest. Well, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it, Lisa. It was nice getting to know you these past few weeks, too. Thank you so much. Is there anything that you would like the listeners to know, like maybe your website if they haven't visited your um, Instagram page yet, anywhere else they can find you and purchase your beautiful mugs? Well, usually I what I what I do is like I'll make a batch of mugs and then I list them and then I sell them. And so there's not a lot of stuff on my website except for pictures until but I'll I post on there when I'm going to do my next up update and my website is um d e i d s clay.com deeds clay. Um and they can find me there or um and on Instagram at deeds clay. Well, thank you very much, and I just had the best time ever with you, so thank you very much for being a featured guest here on Artist to Artist. Well, thanks again, Lisa. Have a great day. You as well, Deidre. And to all my listeners out there in online radio land, you are listening to Artist to Artist. I am the host, Lisa Michelle. You can catch my show every first Sunday. Then every second Sunday, there's a show, really spicy show. It's going to be a subscription only after a while, so catch it while you can. I Can't Be Black with Y'all It's very spicy. Then on the second Saturday, we have Ovasi Views, hosted by Gigi the Storyteller. She's actually our producer as well. Every first Tuesday... My Life, hosted by Liz, LGD Poet. She talks about a number of things about her life and maybe everyone else's life, too. And every second Tuesday, we have Savvy Sessions, hosted by Savvy Raw. Her platform is a bit more uh, spiritual. She teaches like things like metaphysics and Zodiacs and all kind of uh, feng shui, different earthy type stuff. That every third Tuesday, the Black Hour is hosted by Black Karma. And she plays a lot of music that people would be interested in and a host of other things. And then every fourth Tuesday, no, every fourth Sunday, Free Thought Society is hosted by Rob is Rich. And Sela Black Soul, they um, promote men's mental health and topics that men talk about. So we need those men out here in online radio land to call into their show on Fourth Sunday. They have a really slew of topics that are good for all of the men, things that men don't usually get to talk about out loud. So that is every fourth Sunday Free Thought Society, and all while these shows are being televised live, you can call in to area code 
888-999-3742. So make sure you call in. Click the link in my bio. You will be able to listen to the replay of this show for Deeds Clay. And I thank you all so much for listening and getting all the feedback and messages I've been getting throughout this show. So I thank you so much. Until next month, I will see you on Artist to Artist. Peace. Boy making moves with them city folks. Spit it so sick the CDC trying to get a quote. They trying to make a vaccine. Prop the system vaccine. Taking back my time, these suckers rhymes are really lacking. The key ingredients, flavors in the recipe. Meaning it's the seasoning for sharing of the specialties. Testing me, such treachery is not accepted. Let me see the secret in the signal intercepted. Yes, it's the keys I'm unlocking plenty doors with. Bored with the repetitious themes. Where it war with Nothing seems to change So the methods need to switch up Or else we'll see the same resolutions In this get up It's a set up Designed to keep you running in a loop Watch recipes While they're ready in the truth huh? Feeding you the lies Though the truth is your pursuit huh? You see the moving parts in cahoots But I think I need to turn around I can't let my fear get the best of me Because this thing I'm running from Think it might be my destiny. All the roads lead the same way. When you're at the South Pole, and there's no other way but straight on up when you're down. Digging in my back, pushing in my skin like the needle in the track. It stings like the cracks when the whips gave permanent marks and scars on the backs of the enslaved. But that game has been played, it's over and unplugged. You thought I was just a dumb thug to use to run drugs? Or one of your other stereotypes? Nope, I'm here to catch, kill, and bury the hype. Only after its exposure. And once I have some closure, I'm regaining my composure But at the moment, you're revving up the motor The sun's heat is growing, I'm set to supernova Stretched like a soldier with a sick case of shell shock Trapped like a rat in an enemy cell block This here is your last chance, you're pushing me too far I'm not the one with nowhere to run, son, you are Pushing me too far. I'm not the one with nowhere to run, son. You are. This is Eddie Alice, your number one homie, Black Karma, and you are listening to the 
hot words, hot topics. 